I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I'm joined by maths legend Shanita Stevenson. Mate, I've read an article really recently because like you now are like you're you're a columnist for OK, aren't yeah. you? Love that for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. I'm very like, I feel like I can live someone else's life sometimes. So well deserved, mate. Honestly, <laughs> like you. voice of voice of the people. I love reading what you've got to say. But Thank yeah, you. um, I couldn't believe it when you said because I just thought one of the perks, obviously, of doing something like maths or don't tell the bride or whatever, yeah. is that you actually get a budget for this wedding and everything's taken care of and it's very fancy and you can just do what you want. But it's not the case, is it? No, so you get a set budget for your wedding dress. You'd think you'd just go like choose, and but it's a set budget. So the can you tell? Can groom, you tell her how much it is? One thousand two hundred. I think it's one thousand two hundred. Thousand fucking. Do you know what? Right, it doesn't go far. It's, 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 a, it's go a lot far. of money in a pot. Don't get me wrong. When you go into wedding dress shops, that is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, go you far. go to and the thing it made me laugh. Because I said I've never got married. I was like, how long do you need to get a wedding dress? And it was like, you should at like the very least eight months prior. And I was like, got three weeks. <laughs> Great. Um, so I had to go get one like that was obviously off the peg. I went to wed to be, which is really handy if anyone needs a last minute wedding dress because they've got beautiful ones. Yeah. Um, and it just so happened that morning, mine had come in. Uh no, that no, the, the day before, no one really wanted to try it because of the way it looked, because it looked on the hanger. We called it the hoe dress, right? As a joke, because I was trying on all these very like, you know, la da dresses. Princessy baby. Yeah. And then this one on the hanger looked like here was really like see-through. So Harriet, once again, you should try this one on. And I was like, no, like, oh God. So we joked and called it I the feel hoe like dress. Harriet would be great on a night out. Oh, Harriet is great on a night out, believe me. She's she's wild. Um, so then I put it on and then I was like, Oh, actually, and then they were like, "Oh, yeah." Because the the, I went with like my with Shannon as well. Went with them too, and uh, they were like getting emotional, and they were like, "Oh, yeah." And I was like, "Oh, dress it is." Then it was meant for me. Um, and so, what I say about that? Because obviously, you've got to think of your bridesmaids and stuff as well. So you end up probably putting in a bit yourself, especially yeah. if you want a different dress because dresses are so expensive wedding mm-hmm. dresses are and it's not just getting the wedding dress it's the alterations yeah which I didn't even think like you know when I got my Don't. dress I'm thinking oh, 
yeah, now I've got to get someone to order. It's when I was buying it, the woman was like, oh, this is a number for a woman that you can get it altered. And I was like, great. <laughs> and let's face it, they're not cheap either. Um, so you just get a budget and then the grooms get a lot less. Right. They they get under a grand. Was that 800? I can't remember. I think that was 800. Zoe did well because uh, she got the bride budget. And obviously, yeah. <laughs> and not... she, was, she got the bride budget, so she was buzzing. Um, <laughs> but then other than that, it's all out of your hands. So um, your wedding's obviously planned, the decor, everything where you're going to be married. Um, to the point, they wouldn't even tell me the colour um, coordination of everything because obviously I'm thinking, well, the bridesmaids need to match with what the venue's going to look like. Yeah, of course. Um, and they wouldn't even tell me that. And luckily, I chose a colour that matched. So, no, I think I in the end I was like, right, I'm going to go with sage green. Is that going to oh, be cool? And then they were like, yeah. Sage green's <laughs> lovely, though. We, oh. my, my mate just had us in that for her wedding yeah. back in May. And it was such a beautiful um, colour. Sorry. <laughs> if my pal hadn't already done it, I would be looking at sage, I think. It's for so my, nice. There's something really so nice mean. about it. And green's like, one of my favourite colours. So. Yeah. I like olive as well. Yeah. That I is like nice. to put on your venue. That can look really nice. Yeah. Um, so god mate i'm a control freak and like every element of my wedding like i have got a planner but i have to be completely yeah. across it you know so <laughs> this would absolutely kill me did you love that side of things like sort of relinquishing control and just being like it is what it is i'm gonna have a lovely day or were you tearing your hair out um you know what i think i just put my trust in i was clearly better i was a lot more trusting before this process than after i tell you that um so i was just like right because it's mass i've seen the weddings before they're absolutely beautiful it's it's going to be nice and they they do give you a booklet sorry so um you get like this little booklet and in it so the grooms have theirs and it shows you so examples of like hair accessories that you might want what hairstyle you might like your bouquet um pictures of like wedding decor and then um table decorations and your um what's it called the little presents you give to people like favors yeah favors that's it so you choose um what you your preferences and then they obviously get your partners what they've chose and i think they combine the two funny enough i think me and jordan actually chose quite similar things which was handy and i must admit i absolutely loved the way they did the decoration for my wedding I was gassed that I was in the chapel because yeah. to me that was the best place um and not to you know be thinking but mine and Jordan's wedding was the best like the way it looked aesthetically no offense guys um but it was like we had the chapel and then we also got this other room um which was like a beautiful like glass room where some people had have actually got married in there yeah. so we got like the best of both and the amount of flowers and just that chapel was honestly so beautiful and that venue is just jaw dropping and that you, yeah I was just like oh god like and, yeah do you know, mate listening to you talk it breaks me heart that this didn't work out because oh, it sounds me. Like, yeah <laughs> it sounds as though like you were so invested and it was such a beautiful day what yeah. was what was the moment because obviously your series has been out for a long time we all know you yeah. and Jordan did not stay married. Um, what was the moment where you were like, I don't know if this is going to work? Um, when Jordan decided he we'd had a bit of a tiff, um, and it's after dinner party, we'd been drinking, and um 
and he'd got quite drunk. And then I think because I knew that things might escalate between like Tom and April because people are just bitching. I was quite worried and, and I'm very much like you come as a package and you stand for each other. So I'd said like maybe drink a bit less or just because we don't know what we're going into. Not that I'm in controlling that, I was just like advising maybe we shouldn't drink as much and that. And we'd had a tiff and got a bit drunk. And then he fucked off for two days. Just went on the missing list. Just didn't didn't speak to me. Um, I because we had little burner phones. Uh-huh. I know that sounds so like yeah, think street to say the burner phones to me. That that's how I grew up, guys. All right. Um, so <laughs> I've watched Top Boy. I can see that too. They're, they're yeah. Um. So we had them. I had like messaged him a really nice message. I'd actually planned um to do like steak, chimichurri, everything like really nice dinner for him. Um, and just like as like a peacemaker and to show like I am in this and just because we have a tiff it doesn't mean it's the end of stuff and he just didn't speak to me for two days straight um, and left me in the apartment and I admit I felt so isolated so alone um, it was really really difficult for me and um, I feel like he I felt like he weren't hearing me but I had to hear him and it just it was just a really hurtful time. And, you know, he probably would say that about that time in regards yeah. to me. He's obviously been upset. So um, what made it was that morning, the ne- the morning, come the first night, it was the commitment ceremony filming. And I I was like, right, you know what? I am not going to that commitment ceremony if I've not seen my husband. There's no yeah. way in hell I'm going there and I've not spoke to him at all. So he comes in that morning. And just starts talking to me about how he hates his haircut. No, like nothing had happened. Oh, just shit. I'm like this, like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to chin you. <laughs> I'm like, are you for real? <laughs> I've been sat crying, like upset, like, you know. Yeah. And you want to tell me how shit your haircut is. And I was just like, oh, um. I was that made me think I thought does he not really care about my feelings like is this just about Jordan and because I did feel I gave more than probably I should have in terms of I don't know like maybe a bit softer than I should have been at times and like it was more about Jordan's needs than my own which I have been and you know um, a sucker for in the past so and I can be like that so I think with that it, it that was the first bit but then we come we come over that and I kind of you know stupidly overlooked it and thought right okay cool we'll get back on track and we did but I think with us is the communication I'm very deep communicate if there's an issue tell me there and then um where he'd let it fester and and then all of a sudden I've done this 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 and this this and I'm like whoa what what yeah. and it was very much misunderstanding whereas I said to him which I think he found naggy, but I wasn't naggy. I was just like, oh, in my mind, we're two complete strangers. You don't know me. I don't know you. So if something irritates me or upsets me or don't like, I'll just say, oh, when you do this or like we could do this. Because that's me thinking we're learning each other. And I kind of expected that from him. Like, don't get me wrong, in my vows, vows, I said, like, I will challenge you, but I expect to be challenged back. I've pretty much laid myself down in them vows, so yeah. should have took note. <laughs> but 
we just had different perspectives. He'll see it as negative. I'm seeing it as communicating, learning about each other so that we can get strong going forward. And then I think it was like the homestays and stuff, you know, there was a dinner party after that. And then he was just like randomly out of nowhere, bearing in mind in the mixer, he told everybody that I was the missing piece and he'd really, you know, saw a future of me, this, that, and the other, all of this in the mixer, get to the dinner party. I'm halfway through my steak. And then he's like, yeah, so I've made a promise to myself that I won't move in with anyone if I don't love them and all of this. And I was like, I beg your pardon, what? And it was the way he said it, it told me he's he's not in it. Did it, it just com- feel like it was coming from left field as well, considering yeah. everything he'd been seeing before? Yeah, like a yeah, part of one and Some had just switched to me, and I think they're seeing I'm like my boxers and stuff. Um, I was just like, I was fuming. I was like, yeah. what What the hell is this? Like, I've gone from the mix away, telling everyone this, that, and the other. Now I'm trying to enjoy my steak, and I love steak, and you're ruining it. Give me a bad taste in my mouth, because <laughs> now all of a sudden, you don't know if you want to move in with me, and you've made um, a pact with yourself about love and this, that, and the other. And it just did not sit right. Something just didn't feel Did good. it not and, ring true? Yeah, and that's when I thought, he's, he's going to fuck off. I'll be honest, I thought something popped in my head. And I suppose, again, stupid, Shanita, but I squished it. At that moment, remember, I thought, he's going to run off. He's he's not in this for the long term. He's going to go. And, uh, you know, had that conversation, went on the commitment, you know, the commitment ceremony and stuff. And, again, I thought, okay, we've just had that blip. Maybe I'm misunderstood. Maybe he's not articulated himself well. Or, you know, and fair enough, actually, if he's trying to be honest with me about his feelings, that's what I have asked for. So it's like loads of different thoughts going through your head and you're trying to process it all. Still, you've only known this person a short time. So, um, and then I, obviously, we got good again. And then it just, you went it like we did the final vows. And I was like, yeah, like from final vows, I literally went to his house to stay over for a few days. It was cute. Like it was really nice. Um, but then obviously he wasn't making the effort when we was at the experiment. It felt like it was very much me pushing to see each other. Then he finished me, finished it on uh, <laughs> FaceTime. He's like, fine, don't want to be with you then. And I was just like, okay, cool. And I was upset. And I was, it's hard. I think. I probably should have seen more red flags along the way, but I'll be honest with you. When you go into that experiment for the right reasons, and I feel like people sacrifice to go on that show, yeah, you, I think you do overlook certain stuff because you feel like you've yeah. put so much into it. You do not want it to fail. You don't want to look like you. You don't want everybody down. else to be. You don't want everyone else to be right as well. You know, yeah, because there's so many naysayers, isn't there? Yeah, um, like you think I'm going to do this. I really thought this would work out, especially when I've gone through such a great journey and it's like, bam, gone to crap. And you do, you do really want it to work out. I wanted that. I wanted that when I don't, I wanted that. I wanted that relationship. I wanted finally to just have cute things and do nice things together, have that support. And it just, it was just really, really crap. And then we did, when the show come back on, it dragged up a lot of feelings. You know, watching your wedding back is, it's emotional and mm-hmm. you think of all the good times you think of the honeymoon our honeymoon was amazing and it, it did drag a lot of um, emotions up and we went to Zoe and Jenna's watch party and yeah got together he come back to mine and like stayed like two days and that so there obviously and, was something there Shan yeah but you know what it's hard because what I did miss there is you know when I watched the show actually no yeah so it is in line 
So we're kind of chatting and stuff, but he's still not from his side fully there. I think I'm wrong. He can be so sweet and he can be um, really romantic and he can be really cute and supportive. But at the same time, he can also be very selfish and think about himself and it, and a bit immature. So it, we clash there. Sort of man. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I very much know myself and I felt that Jordan was still at a different place in his life than I was mine. Um, and then watching the show back and I saw the homestays and when he went and, you know, sorry, I saw the bit where just before final vows, when we come home and we speak to our friends and family about stuff and he's speaking to his mum. And I'll admit that episode hurt so much. The way he was speaking about me to his mum, I thought, why would you speak about me like that? Because when I spoke about Jordan on Martin, I was I'm very fair in what I say. It's like it's always like good to have a shit sandwich, isn't it? The yeah, good, yeah, yeah. the bad, the good. Yeah. And with him, I was like, okay, yeah, he's immature. He never puts my feelings or needs first. Um, it's always about him and what he wants. And I said X, Y, and Z. I said, however, this, 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 all these good things, like I've just said before. And I balanced it get to his oh my gosh you would think I was I don't know what was he saying like just the way he spoke about me I can't remember now what was he say? it was just like he had the audacity to say that he felt like he walked on eggshells that time and I thought are you for real <laughs> I thought oh my gosh and it was it was just really negative and it made me feel shit about myself because I just thought You've lived with me. I do so much. I go out my way and to show you that I care and, you know, this is me and I'm not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I can be Mardi. Things upset me. If mum period, yeah, Mardi even more. So, like, you know, things like that. Yeah. But I own it and I will take accountability. And you've just literally, not even thrown me under the bus, thrown me under the train, right? And it, it hurt. It really upset me to watch it because he absolutely annihilated me. And I thought, how... And to be honest, I thought, why did you come to Final Vows? I did think that. And then when, obviously, it ended after, I just thought, I may as well not have gone. I may as well have saved myself, you know, the pain and the suffering and just gone there. But you don't know till you watch, obviously, certain stuff. And then I just got annoyed with the Christmas special because, obviously, it was pushed on me um, with Jordan about our story. That's Christmas special is basically revolving around our story and if we were to get like back together and the way in which like Nikita came in and the way she was really um aggressive and the way she come in like when she dragged a chair to sit next to Jordan and stuff like that yeah that didn't get aired she dragged she came in got her chair from where she was actually meant to sit dragged it and sat next to Jordan and it was very much like oh yeah me and Jordan Jordan (laughs) and it just didn't it seemed weird and I was like what conversations have these two been having where she thinks she can just come in and treat me like this you don't know me and you're speaking about me like this and oh me and Jordan yeah love you Jordan it was a lot and then obviously it blew up then Jordan's like I don't really I don't even know her I don't really speak to her and then I'm like, well, what the hell is this then? She's coming on like your best friend. You're like, don't really chat to her. I'm not about this. So I just, oh God, but it did it did hurt me because when we sat there and he gave me this box and had all these nice things that he appreciated about me, I tell you now that hurt. It was mm. um, painful because 
I thought, these are all the things that you've seen from the get-go. And only now you're saying that you appreciate it, but you've hurt me too much. Like For you to finish me on FaceTime and say you didn't get what you wanted from the experiment or whatever, that's painful. And it it really, and I think, to be honest, that Christmas special really impacted my mental health. My mental health went down after that. I was in a really dark, bad place um, for a while. Um, so that a relationship has definitely had its toll on me more so than you'd think and I get people like we hardly knew each other but when you are in that bubble and you're in that experiment week seems way longer yeah, it really, no, you know yeah, how love yeah. islanders say it all the time a week is not a week in them environments because you're together all the time 24 7 doing x y and z and it it just yeah it's 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 heartbreaking and we don't speak now and I'll be honest that that upsets me a lot I mean he blocked me so, oh, <laughs> um, so but it is what it is like you know people come in and out your life don't they maybe Jordan I hope I think I've taught him a few things and I think we've taught each other a few things and there's a reason why I was put together and I think one day we might speak again we'll have that conversation and I think it's maybe we have both just needed the time to heal because I do understand that mass had a massive impact on Jordan also um because of the way it was obviously handled and ended and people didn't really appreciate it and people did question his authenticity and thought he was fake because at times yeah you did and at one point I did question it I did after that Christmas special I questioned whether he was genuine and if he was just saying stuff for the cameras because off camera you're not showing me all of this but on camera you're saying all these amazing things but you don't say this off so I went through that also so yeah it's sad but you know, I like I always say when I speak about him, I wish him all the very best. And when we when that time comes, we have that conversation. I'm here for it, and I hope he is too. Because we've gone through once in a lifetime opportunity, and only me and him fully know our journey together. So that's something that's going to be important to me forever. So yeah, he's the person I've married for God's sake. I know. Someone proposes to me now, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. God, I haven't done this experiment, obviously, but I've had some failed relationships. I've had things that didn't work out and stuff like that. And like, it's a hard lesson to learn, but unfortunately, sometimes people aren't brought in your life to be great love affairs or like they're, you know, the loves of your life. They're brought in to teach you a lesson. 
Um, yeah. And I'm sure, like, being with Jordan, doing doing maps, this whole experiment, it has taught you something about yourself, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm sorry that there was some dark moments, but it has made you probably... Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, super definitely. tough and super strong. Yeah. If any, if you knew anybody else who was going into this exper- experiment, would you tell them, or oh, do it, go for it? Or would you say, would you be hesitant? What would your advice be? Um, I, if people ask me, I say, yeah, apply, but <laughs> it's not for the faint hearted. Um, it will challenge you in so many way, more ways than you'd even imagine. Because when I went in, I thought I was quite headstrong. I knew myself fully. Within a week in there, it made me question everything about myself and get in my head. Um, and people can be toxic and people are in there to if they feel a type of way or they're jealous or this, that, and the other, they will impact on you. Um, so I would say if that's what's something that you want to do, do it. Um, be prepared though for the scrutiny, the exposure, the vulnerability. And I also say if you're gonna do it, please do it for the right reasons. Um you know, be your authentic self, give you give it your all, because at the end of the day, you did sign up to it, you know what you're signing up for. If it's a ma- if you're not looking for a marriage, don't fucking go on it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Good, Just don't good advice. <laughs> There's other shows out there you can do, like <laughs> maths is follow up. No, I get that, babe. It's good good advice. So and good I think that with this series, it's that's it's a bit of a harder watch this year because I'm like, mm, you're clearly not here for marriage. <laughs> yeah, I was going to just ask you about this series because obviously you've got your column in OK, so you're you're a fan, you're watching it, you're doing it for work. Is there anybody where you're watching and you think you two guys could go the distance? Tasha and Paul, I do feel that they're doing really, really well. Um, Luke and Jay could, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if like, they get to know each other and um because I don't I don't um put hopes fully on anyone now after my own experience <laughs> I've been yeah going well now who knows what next week will bring yeah um, once bitten twice shy I have yeah well you know who I really do like Roz and Tom I feel like I'm hoping they're going to be the underdogs because they've come on this really awkward journey uh-huh. we're like coming together I'm like please work out and um, I think it's obvious to see who's not gonna work out um but yeah they're like the three couples that I'm like yeah go on <laughs> and do you think your work oh wait like, and Erica and Jordan oh do you like Erica and Jordan too? oh she likes them all <laughs> they're the four okay geez yeah right <laughs> um do you think your work as a social worker Shan helps you be able to spot certain things that potentially others can't see I know you've been quite vocal about Brad and Shona yeah it's funny because you know in my series with the George and April thing it wasn't until we watched it back that you saw elements and obviously you're not there all the time and when I watched it I was like whoa but when you're in it people show different sides so then and I don't know about this cast but they obviously I mean it's been a lot more open with Brad and Shona this series but certain things you don't see until you watch it back Mm. um but yeah, I think not even just a social worker, my own my own experiences and um, watching their relationship from the get, I was like, this isn't healthy. This is very very unhealthy. Um, so I think it does at times allow me, and like with the charity work I do, and like I said, with the experiences I've had in my own life, sometimes you do think, yeah, I can spot that, and you you do say stuff, but it's hard as well because you know Shona and Brad, they're on their own journey they've been on their journey I need to catch up on last night and they're on their own journey and um he has been too much he has been 
far too much um, to say the least and I think it's been good actually not good for Shona <laughs> oh bad but what I mean is in educating people maths is a big show um, a lot of people watch it wide range of ages and actually it's been good so that it can be highlighted um, so publicly and give women and, and men too um knowledge to identify these issues of gaslighting love bombing um control coercion these kind of things being brought up into discussion because it has had such discussion around it yeah. and you can speak to your girl mates and it probably allows some people to actually approach their mate better with the situation like how yeah. laura spoke to shona i'm all here for that like fair play to her we all need that friend that's going to say look this is the situation yeah, totally. um, and so, it's bringing yeah. these really um like important difficult subjects it's bringing the mainstream isn't it you know yeah it's really important definitely brad spoke out and said like you know i was never in love it was more lust and i think the intensity of the show clouded me judgment and like listen i'm not defending anybody here yeah. my heart went out to shona but i can see how you can get caught up in stuff can you oh definitely i can see yeah. how you get caught up in that like i said like the honeymoons are romantic everything's put for romance yeah. um I think it's just, I, I just, yeah, like everyone has their own experience and everyone feels loved differently. For them to run and say, we're, we're, we're in love, that's like, there's what there's a difference to love someone and there's a difference in, in being in love. Yeah. Like there is very much different. And I felt like they just went too headstrong too quick. And part of it looked a bit like from when they were talking, that they, it's because they wanted to be seen as like the favourite couple as well. And there was other factors which shouldn't yeah. have taken place in place. So, um, yeah, it's been a very interesting relationship to watch. Um, and I think it has been very good in the sense of other people getting that recognition of what a healthy relationship is and letting them see the red flags um, and being able to protect themselves. And, yeah, you know what, Brad? It's hard because we only see so much of the edit. And Brad might be a lovely man. That's like I don't know him. Um, you can only go off the edit, which makes it difficult. Um, but then to now be like, oh, I was never in love. That's a bit of kicking the teeth again to Shona, isn't it? Oh. And it's it's hard because it's just like invalidating everything then that she felt and their journey and process together. Um, so I really feel for her. I feel for them both. I feel more for Shona, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but I do feel for Brad because he must have had a lot of stick and a lot of backlash. And that's hard for anyone to deal with their mental health, regardless, you know, of what they've done. Um, but yeah, I think Shona, it, it must have been difficult. And then to have to relive it all and watch oh, it and then everyone to have their opinion. And, you know, and I did say initially when I didn't see it as, when we hadn't seen it played out as much, I was like, please wake up, Shona, please see, yeah. like, what's happening? And then as it's gone she on, just it got seemed worse. Like, and like, she just seemed like she loved, she did seem like she loved. But you do, her. and like I said, I, I I, put my hands up. I probably made them red flags a bit more orange and yeah. pink when they should have been. real burgundy from over here. <laughs> red, what? I see that in my colour palette. Oh. Like, literally... I, I can hold my hands up so I do empathize I've been there I've had abusive relationships um in the past so I do my heart goes out to her and it, it, it is easy to be an outsider looking in but I think this mass is drawing up a lot of worldwide kind of issues and you know you've got Ella from the trans community and she's speaking out about that obviously 
her relationship with Nathaniel. <laughs> and then it's just a lot like JJ and Bianca. JJ's clearly not interested in Bianca. Like, how do you approach that? We've all like it's just everything is being yeah. addressed. And it's good to talk about these things, definitely. It's drama central, mate. Honestly, oh, of course, it's mass. Come on now. I've got so much I need to catch up on. Right. Um, babe, it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast, Sean. Yes, I could talk you. to you all day. Then I know. I absolutely uh, love this. I knew I would, but I've loved it even more. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Are those little ear holes really bothering you? <laughs> I can see little pods <laughs> popping out all the time. I will let you go. I know you're busy. Um, I just want to ask before you go, here at Vicky Patterson, the secret too, we always ask our lovely guests to give our gorgeous listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. Um, a secret, if you will something that's helped them get on. Um, Listening to you talk, babe, you're incredibly emotionally intelligent. You're kind, you're smart, you're genuine. Um, But what strikes me the most is your your ability to keep an open mind, to try and understand another person, even when they're probably not giving you the same courtesy, you know, which I think is a true, a true gift. And a lot of people, especially in this day and age where we're just so quick to judge and think we're right, um, rather than try and take a second to understand somebody. I think it's an invaluable skill. So people could learn a lot from that. So I want to know what your secret is to keeping an open mind. Oh, that is a good one. You know what? Um, I've always been quite open-minded. Um, I think you just have to go with the flow. I've learned the hard way. I used to be a lot more the glass is half empty. I won't lie. I was quite pessimistic and um, going through what I've gone through. And then I just started to like do like self-care, kind of put a more positive outlook on things, even when, you know, shit is hitting the fan, just to find something, a silver lining, because it really makes a difference. So my secret would be, I always try and keep an open mind, even when life is getting you down. And believe me, I understand when life is life and it is hard. But to find the smallest little thing that gives you joy and makes you a little bit happier, um, that has been my go-to. And and it can be something so small, like just going to the shop and getting your favourite chocolate bar. That that little moment, it's just finding little moments that perk you up a bit and try and have hope, even when it seems like there's no hope, like, you know, Everything that's meant for you will fall into place. And if it's complicated and hard and you have to question it, it's probably not meant for you. So it's kind of like having that in mind. And I think that's helped. And over the last you know, few years, that's kind of what I've implemented more so. And um, so, yeah, try and be open minded, even if it's difficult. Do little things to cheer yourself up or do little things for others, because that always makes you feel good, too. And yeah, just try and a little positivity like where you can. So lovely to chat to you, Shanita. I honestly wish you every success in the future and Thank good you. good luck and your hunt for the perfect husband. I Thanks, it's, uh, yeah, it's getting dire. <laughs> Thanks for having me there. Absolutely loved it. <laughs>